0: to the podcast of Broadway Baptist Church in Lexington, Kentucky, and the preaching of Pastor Daniel Osmond, a biblical church centered on Christ. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Let's do the old school. God is good, and all the time. Amen. Long time not here. <laughs> all right, um. I can never overemphasize the privilege that it is to stand here and bring God's word and, I mean, share any little word that we can share. It's always a great privilege, and I am so grateful. I don't take it for granted. And thank you for having me here to speak tonight. All right, let's turn our Bibles to Second Samuel chapter 6 2nd samuel chapter 6 we'll read the verses 16 and then 20 to 21 <clears throat> struggling with allergies oh my gosh <laughs> yeah 2nd samuel chapter 6 The verses 16, and then we'll skip to 20 through 21. All right. As the ark of the Lord was entering the city of David, Saul's daughter, Michal, looked down from the window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord. And she despised him in her heart. Verses 20 to 21. When David returned home to bless his household, Saul's daughter, Michal, came out to meet him. How the king Of Israel honored himself today she said he exposed himself today in the sight of the slave girls of his subjects like a vulgar person would expose himself David replied to Michael I was before the Lord who chose me over your father And his whole family to appoint me ruler over the Lord's people, Israel. I will dance before the Lord. And I will dishonor myself and humble myself even more. However, by the slave girls you spoke about... I will be honored. Praise the Lord. Amen. (laughs) And so I had a few words to share on this in the morning before I learned that I could share this in the evening. Okay, I thought, okay, let's keep it for the evening. And I've just come to realize something in life. We celebrate good things when they happen to us. But there are some things... That when they happen to us, we celebrate in a different magnitude. We take this celebration to another level. And that is what we see happening here in this text. There are three things I, I, I see in this text. I see a passionate praise from David. I see a proud perspective from Michal, and then I see the penalty. But there's a fourth thing. I also see a persistence in praise in David. There was nothing that could be more exciting to King David and to the people of Israel than to see the ark of the covenant return to the city of david return to jerusalem that was an ark that had been conquered and captured by the philistines and they had kept it for seven months in their idolatry in their temples and all david wanted was to have that ark back to Jerusalem and by the way the ark staying in the in in, in the, with the Philistines was no fun thing for them <laughs> actually their diviners advised that the ark be returned to the people of Israel because there was no peace when the ark was away and so the children of Israel needed the ark so badly I mean, the Ark of the Covenant with the children of Israel was symbolic of God's presence with them. Amen. It was symbolic of God's presence with them. And so being away from them meant they didn't have God's presence with them. That was a disaster. That was was not to be spoken of. That the children of Israel go without God. Without the presence of God. Because that's that's what the Ark of the Covenant symbolized. And so it's staying without God's presence. And we know what it means to be without the presence of God. We are empty. We are nothing. We We are completely vulnerable. Anything can happen to us. We are helpless without God's presence. And so seeing that our comeback... David danced before the Lord because of the return of the ark. Dancing before the Lord. That was a passionate
1: praise
0: that David was offering unto God. Passionately dancing. He might have danced before, but I'm not sure he ever danced and his garment leaped up. I mean, opened so that everyone could see his garment. Going up so much so that even someone upstairs could see it from that height. All David cared about was celebrating the presence of God that had returned to the people of Israel. Amen. Friends, the presence of God returning to Israel... And that kind of celebration that David offered is the same as someone returning to Christ. Receiving Jesus in their lives today. It's like God coming into somebody's heart today. It's us having the presence of God in our lives as children of God. Can you imagine you? Can we imagine ourselves without Jesus in our lives? What would we be without Jesus in our lives? We are nothing without Jesus. We are empty without Jesus. We are helpless without Jesus. And so having Jesus, that's exactly what the Ark of the Covenant meant for the children of It was God's presence. That's exactly what it means to us today. Jesus in our life. Jesus in our lives. Hallelujah. And so just as David celebrated that return, so we must and should celebrate Jesus whenever we can. Hallelujah. We we must celebrate him without any form of self or pride whatsoever. The Bible says, David said, he will, he said, I will dishonor myself. I will humble myself. To dance before the Lord is a real expression of humility that comes from our hearts towards God. David was not dancing in a party. He was not dancing in a nightclub. He was dancing in the presence of God. That's what he said. And it's so funny when I hear... Some people make fun of those who dance in church. You want to come worship in Africa? We dance in church. Amen. Amen. We dance. And we truly do it. People dance and they sweat. I mean, like they are perspirating water coming out from their bodies. And they still have to sit in church through the service with that sweat on them. And so I don't understand. The idea that people don't want to dance in church. People just have a, have such a hard time raising their hands. It's a, an expression of humility, of surrender to the Lord. Hallelujah. That's what David was doing. He dishonored himself. We got to dishonor ourselves. Come down from our high places, from our lofty thoughts and humble ourselves before God. If it means to celebrate If the celebrating of the Lord means go on your knees, dance before him, raise your hands, do whatever. I mean, just express that passion if you truly have it within you. And probably people don't do that because they don't celebrate the Lord with passion. Hallelujah. And so that's what David did. And that's what we are called to do. We should be doing that. We shouldn't be having any trouble doing that. And so, Jesus coming back into our... Remember, the Bible says, when one soul repents. What happens in heaven? There is a celebration. There is a celebration when one person gives their life to Jesus. That is... We dancing down here, we are not doing anything. I think the angels are celebrating better than we do when somebody repents. Because that's the meaning of that ark returning. The ark returning is God's word, God Himself, God's presence back into our hearts, in our bodies. The Bible says when the ark returned, David placed this in the in the tent he had pitched. Where is that tent today? Our hearts. That is where. Jesus, that is where Jesus, that is where the the ark, which symbolizes the presence of God, got to be in our hearts first. And when it, it is placed in our hearts, our approach to worship will be different. Hallelujah. And now look at the proud response of his wife. He's mocking. He's making fun of him. You know what? The more she made fun of David, the more determined David was to dishonor himself and dance, even the more. He said he will, which means that was not the first, neither was it the last time. He was going to continue dancing before the Lord because he said he will continue to do that. I will. Means something that's still going to come. Amen. Let's not make fun of people who have a different style of worship dancing. Because right after her mockery against God's servant, what happened? The penalty followed. David did not ask God to punish her. That was God's prerogative, right? God did it as he deemed it necessary. He, she... Um, got the consequences of a mockery. That was bad. You don't want to mock people who are truly, passionately, and heartily worshiping God. Let people worship. Encourage people to worship. Encourage people to praise. And join in the praise. That's what David did. And that's what we are doing tonight. What a great experience we are having. Amen. Um, just before I close, I think we truly need Jesus. Like what happened in second service this morning was awesome. Two people gave their lives to Christ. It was powerful. When you see things like that happening, you just want to praise the Lord. You just want to dance before the Lord. Amen. And so what we need to be doing is Remember. When somebody received Jesus, when the presence of God returns to our society, to our country, to the hearts of people, you know what is happening? It is causing transformation. And when that transformation is happening in the hearts of people, we will see lesser and lesser gun violence. We we'll see lesser and lesser abortions. We we'll see lesser and lesser LGBTQ stuff. We we'll see lesser and lesser sin,
1: generally,
0: because people, the presence of Christ in the lives of people, is a transformation. It, Christ comes into people's life and He brings transformation. As Christian says, um, "If anyone be in Christ, what happens? He's a new creation. And the old behold, the, the old has passed." And the new has come. I have seen in, our, in this country and in the world, even people who say they are Christians, they, they, they don't come on TV to brag about teaching their children God's word. But they come on TV to brag about teaching their children about po- other politicians and teaching their children how to handle guns. I know I'm not trying to trade into that sensitive ground. That's not what I'm doing. has nothing to do with me. Um, but this is what I have to say. If we teach our children about God. And help them invite God into their lives. Then they will learn how to use Guns responsibly and differently but we ha- we have it the other way around we teach them about god guns not about god and that is why we have these killings of our children happening every day in this country and in the world and so if we teach them about god and then when they are mature In their understanding of God, they will will be responsible responsible enough and God-fearing enough to use their guns wisely if they have to have them. Praise the Lord. And so, God in their lives first before guns if they have to learn about those. Praise the Lord, somebody. Thank you. Father, we thank you for your word. Half your way. As we finish our worship, we pray that you teach us to worship you and to praise you without shame and without fear, without pride and in all humility. Lord, We pray that your presence will be so real in our hearts and that we'll be able to continue to teach your presence to our children and that they will learn to celebrate your presence as they grow. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen.